0: I am so excited to talk about style with you today. So one thing that we're going to talk about I'm sure like crazy on this podcast we're kind of I think this is like the 12th or 13th episode is that we're going to talk about style in so many different ways because it's something that always seems to come up with photographers and creative just in general like your style is so important but I feel like sometimes like as someone who's done this for a long time, I feel like it's really easy to use style as a way to kind of um, dictate your work a little bit, but I think that actually having a style is something that can really make you open to all kinds of creative work, and it's something I'm really passionate about, and today I just had like a light bulb moment when I was getting dressed. We'll talk about that more later. <laughs> and like, really, just wanted to pop up here today and like talk about why style is so wonderful and like is such a way to just open doors for your creative work and everything that just is your photography vibe and your creative vibe in general. So, I'm so excited to chat with you today. And my name is Lisa Chandler, I'm your photographer mom, and today is gonna be a freaking blast. So when I was getting dressed this morning, y'all go ahead and laugh. I was like, just like I put on like, I love these headscarves. Like I love these like loud headscarves. And I also recently got a bunch of glitter makeup, which is like totally my jam. I love glitter makeup. When I was a little kid, like first getting into makeup, like when I was like 12 or 13, 14, 15, even probably even 16. Like my idea of like getting like gussied up was to like put on like glitter on my eyelids and like, clear mascara and, like, call it good. Like, that was my favorite look and I love it so much. And now that glitter makeup is, like, more accessible again, it kind of faded for a while, I am constantly just, like, doing the adult version of that, which is, like, a little concealer. I'm not a big makeup girl. So, like, a little concealer and, like, um some uh, bright lipstick, and then I'll do glitter eye makeup, like just the like very sparkle stuff with no eyeshadow underneath. So just like basically sparkles on my eyelid. And then I'll do (laughs) like a Real mascara, not clear mascara, and a little bit of eyeliner, and I call it good, and that's like my makeup look for the day. And so that's something that's been like very continual in my life, and as I put on this glitter, like this liquid glitter um, eyeshadow this morning, it looked so much like the glitter I used that was like wet and wild, like little tubes when I was like 13. And it just reminded me so much of that. And as a mom to a 13 year old, it was just kind of funny. (laughs) Because here I am as a mom of a 13 year old doing the same basic makeup that I did when I was 13, because it's what I like. And um, I was kind of laughing about that. And then I put on this really colorful headscarf because I love a headscarf and I've always loved a headscarf. And I'm also so excited. Those have been more like accessible to buy because I collect a lot of vintage headscarves. But like you didn't really go to like Target and find headscarves until very recently. And so it's been really fun to be able to like incorporate more headscarves that are like meant to like be like the crochet like 70s style um, headscarves. I love them. They're so fun. And so I'm always putting them on But I'm also just, like, rushing through this morning. Um, My daughter was being a little bit um, salty with me when she was getting ready, (laughs) like, wanting to dress herself, so it took, like, forever to get her dressed, and I had, like, 10 minutes to get ready. So I throw on this glitter makeup, I throw on this headscarf, and then I just, like, grabbed a pair of black leggings and, like, a black crop top, because I am a millennial. I am 37. Um... uh So just grabbing those leggings, grabbing, um, like the closest black shirt I could find. So I have on like all black, but then I have on bright lipstick, bright, um, eye makeup, obviously because it's glitter and then a bright headscarf. And it just made me really think about how, and y'all can laugh. It's such a ridiculous thing that like I'm even sharing the story, but it really like made me think about how easy it is to get stuck in one kind of genre. So like, People like, like I talk a lot about style. I talk a lot about like finding like the right creative voice that's like already inside of you when I do photography education. And so for me, like those things are so inherent. And I think because I talk about that, sometimes my students expect for me to always be wearing crazy flower prints, but that's just not the case. It's kind of like in my work, like my photography work is very bright, very colorful, lots of glitter, lots of stuff going on. Um, I recently did a shoot where It was a mock-up shoot, and, um, (laughs) where we, like, hung tons and tons of flowers, and I say we, I mean me and Andrew, um, strung a ton of, like, flower garlands from the ceiling, and it was so beautiful and so fun, so extra, but then, like, this week we did the, I do a mock-up shoot every week, and so the mock-up shoot I did after that was just, like, a plain paper backdrop that I painted hearts on, um. And then the one after that was just curtains. So the past couple weeks, that's how I've kind of like done my mock-up shoots they're all just different variations but they're still the same style so some of them are super extra so some of them are really extra and some of them are more subdued but there's still the common theme of like color and fun and so like I do think sometimes people expect me like when I talk about like look at your wardrobe for the kind of things you like that doesn't mean that like if you like color you're always wearing a lot of color the older I get the more I wear a lot of black I never wore black when I was younger but I wear a lot more black with fun accessories because I'm always running from one thing to the other with three kids. Um, <laughs> so many activities. Like, I mean, and one day we could have three activities for one kid and just like there's so much that you're always like going from one thing to the other. So I really believe in having like staple outfits and I have fun staple outfits, but like one of them is just the black legging and black top that's dependent on the weather. So like a crop top or like a tank top or like a crop sweatshirt. Um, Love those. They're perfect for um just everyday moth stuff and they're great to shoot in too. So I can like go from one thing to another easily. But if someone like, Heard me talk about photography and they're talking about all the color and talking about looking at what you like and incorporating that into your work. The last thing they're really gonna think when they look at my photos is that I'm somebody who wears black a lot. And that's so funny to me because it's so easy for us to take something that we expect and then like make it a fact. So, like for me, like The whole reason I shared about my outfit was like, yes, I am wearing all black today, but I have on the fun accessories. I have on the bright lipstick and I have on glitter. Like my eyelids are like super glittery. I love that. Like it's really fun. My nails are bright green. So like it's so fun because I still have that basic outfit going on, but I have fun accessories. So there's still that element of fun and color in my outfit, even if I'm not like, totally exploding in color that day. Like, I'm. this is not a fancy day. This is a day today where I am mostly just on mom duty. I'm gonna record this podcast and probably work on my Etsy shops later today. It's, I'm recording this in November. And so like, there's lots that is just home stuff. I've gotta cook dinner, things like that. I'm not being fancy. I'm just being a normal, regular mom today. I'm not even shooting. And so I think that like, that's why it's so important to like, realize that like, Having your style is something that impacts all of your photographs, all of your creative work. But by having that creative style, it doesn't mean that everything has to explode with that style in every single image. So what I mean is this, is like sometimes over the years, I have seen photographers be like, well, that's not my style. That's not how I like to shoot. That's not like how I like to do this. And a lot of times, um, the further I got into photography, the more I realized sometimes that was used as, a, as an excuse. So like, okay, so... Um, Because I've been around for a long time, like I've seen flash evolve a lot. And like back when I started, the worst thing you could do was direct flash. And you had to do like a lot of off-camera flash and things like that. And it was really fun. And now we'll see like rhetoric where people talk about that being too try hard. <laughs> and they love direct flash. And I think that's fantastic. However, as a wedding photographer, as someone who shoots in a lot of lighting situations, I think it's important that you know every kind of lighting situation. So if you're a wedding photographer and your flash isn't working, you need to be able to learn how to find light. You need to be able to learn how to put people in front of you know, a street lamp and illuminate them in a way that is still beautiful and stunning and representative of your work. And I feel like sometimes we'll be like, well, I don't like to shoot in the dark because I like my photographs to be light and airy. And that's fine that's great. In a general perfect world that makes sense because yes if your photographs are mostly light and airy you're probably not going to shoot in the dark a lot. It's probably not something that's going to come up a lot. However you still need to know how to do flash. You need to know off-camera flash and you need to know how to illuminate people by available light. So if you took one of those away and kind of how photography styles are right now I'd say the easiest one to be illuminate would be off-camera flash because that's the hardest one to learn and you still know about flash with direct flash it works right now you can do that um but you know five years ago you couldn't do that because direct flash was seen as flashy and um now like that's kind of in and kind of fun and like it's so fun it's so easy like thank you gen z for making that a thing um <laughs> it's, it's so much easier than off camera flash <laughs> and, um like that's fantastic and i love that that we're able to do that But when you really like are shooting client work and shooting heavily and shooting in lots of different situations, you need to be aware of how to shoot, even if it's not something that is generally in your style. And I don't want this to sound overwhelming. What I mean by this is that having a style is a great starting off point. So we're going to go back to like shooting night portraits at a wedding because it's something that a lot of photographers have to tackle in their wedding photography career. So if you're a light and photographer, you really don't like the look of any kinds of flash. What you're going to have to learn to do is you're going to have to be able to take a photograph where they're illuminated by natural light. Usually it'll be like a street lamp or like maybe um, having the doors open in a certain way that light will kind of flood out on them. And it might end up being that you turn the photographs black and white to match your aesthetic. But in the moment, you still have to take those photographs. And so you'll need to find a way to be able to get that kind of light and airy style by having a source of light in the photographs that can mimic how the sun kind of comes in. And you're not going to get exactly the same feeling. It's not going to be exactly the same thing. But if you use the sunlight in a certain way and a lot of your light and airy images, then you can really replicate that with a different kind of light source in your images. Even if that means that you need to have a video light in your um, camera bag or your extra camera bag <laughs> at a wedding in case something like that happens. And you can use a video video light to mimic sun. And so what's so great about that is like, no, like night portraits at a wedding are not really what you would expect from a light and airy photographer. But I have seen stunning work by light and airy photographers who have shot at night for portraits because they like it, or because it was something they had to do in a time crunch. Because weddings totally have time crunches. All kinds of sessions have time crunches. I've been at family sessions where the weather was supposed to be perfect, and then it started pouring in 20 minutes, and we just tried to get it done in the in the rain. You just make it work. So I really truly believe that style is inherent, but I don't think that it's a reason to get stuck in a specific vibe. So what I mean by that is when you're creating work that is reflective of you, it is going to feel like you. However, I don't think that that means that all of the photographs (laughs) need to always look exactly the same. So for me personally, I shoot a lot of color and um, I do love the black and white, even though I love a lot of color. And I do occasionally put them in galleries, but those black and white still feel like me because they have the same kind of Color toning just in black and white. So it's not something that is like expected really in my work, but it's something that kind of flows. And so another thing is like with, um, just really going out there and trying new things, you're going to let that style evolve. So your style can feel like, okay, like I only shoot in, um, a very specific, kind of light and a very specific kind of day, very specific kind of year. It can be easy to kind of feel like that. But if you like, um, and if you like that, that is something you can absolutely embrace and do, but it doesn't have to always mean that. And what I mean, I'm going to like take a couple steps back and kind of like go a little more broad for a second. So what I mean is that having a style is not something that means you have to do the same thing over and over again. It means that there is a common thread that's in your work. And this thread, it can be visual, emotional, or even location-based. As always, there is no one right way to approach anything. And with style, if we all approached it the same way, it would be totally boring. And as a creative photographer, the last thing I want is to create boring photographs. I want to create fun ones instead. And so that's an inherent thread in my work is that I want the photographs to be fun. I want them to be colorful. I want them to have fun light, and I want there to be a fun connection. Like people laughing, whether they're looking at the camera or at each other, people snugging. I want to see like I like to shoot with flowers because they create a lot of texture. I love just um really fun images that are full of color, but that doesn't mean that I don't rock like a plain white backdrop sometimes. I love shooting a plain white backdrop. I love shooting paper backdrops. If you go to my Opal and June website, um, for dress rentals, like you will see all kinds of just plain backdrops and they still have some of the same vibe. And I didn't even edit all of those. A lot of those were edited by my friend. Um, but you'll still see a lot of that same vibe of, you know, a bright color with like some bright colors in the bouquet, but it's still, much more subdued you know, sometimes I shoot with crazy light. I go through phases where I'm shooting with a prism nonstop, where I am shooting with cellophane, where I'm shooting with all kinds of fun um, things in front of my camera. And then like for a couple of months, I just won't feel like doing it. So I don't do it. And so it's a part of my work and it's something that can add a little pep and I'm always happy to add it if somebody asks. But it's not something that I have to do all the time because the common thread isn't like, okay, I always shoot through a prism. The common thread is like, oh, I like for my photograph, to be fun and have a lot of color and fun light. And because of that, I'm able to pull so many different things for my photographs and really make them fun and just colorful and happy. And so if you like photographs that are, say, um... 90s magazine inspired where it's kind of like that really like rich color and like flatter contrast if that's something that you absolutely love you can incorporate that in so many ways but that doesn't mean that like you always have to take photographs that look exactly like that so say you like a more neutral color palette that doesn't mean that you cannot shoot in a very brightly colored spot. And you might find by pushing yourself and like setting up a styled shoot or just changing a location of one of your client sessions that you really love. For example, like say you're always shooting urban, like 90s inspired magazine photographs and you're someone wants a field. And so you go into the field and you're like, wait, I love the tones of the screens. You don't need to feel like pigeonholed into just always shooting urban. Urban. You have so many options. Am I having a style that like like niching down on like what feels right in your photographs? That's why I'm so passionate about niching down on that feeling. So when you niche down on the feeling you want your photographs to have, you're going to be able to pick them up and shoot them basically anywhere. One of my favorite things as a photographer is to go into somewhere that I have never been in my entire life, whether that's somebody's house or like a whole new city and state, and. Walking in somewhere, never seeing it until that day, and shooting it. For me, that's something that feels very organic and fun and wonderful. I love it. There's so many options. But for other people, that is a total nightmare. They want to be able to see all the cool light situations. And I'm very aware that, like, because I like that, like I like that like fun um ability to walk in and see something for the first time. That means that I might sometimes miss the best location that if I had been there earlier and staked it out, I might have missed. However, what I'm not missing and what is more important to me is I'm not missing that feeling of like that creative rush and like fun, exciting feeling that I feel when I shoot at a new location with like new texture and new light. It's why I don't always shoot at the same time of day. It's why I like to mix things up and why I really like variety in my photographs. It's fun. And that's something that as a photographer, I'm not really easy to, it's not really easy for me to um fake. Like I can, of course I can, like that sounds horrible, <laughs> but like, of course I don't always shoot it in locations and I love shooting at locations that I've shot at multiple times, but I very rarely always go in the same, even like pattern of shooting something. I like to mix it up. I don't do things the exact same way because of the way that I photograph. That's the way that I approach things, and I don't like to feel like I'm following a pattern. However, other photographers love to follow the pattern, and they thrive in that pattern. But that doesn't mean their photographs all look the same, but it means that, like, they thrive in a structure. And so that is something that could really be something that impacts their shooting style and really has them, like... Um has their style coming through for them is that they have it a certain way. They have, you know, cause style is can be anchored by so many different things. Say, like something you always do is a really cute close-up of a ring of people holding hand of a couple holding hands. Like that's a wonderful photograph to have, and it's something that can tie in. Because if you're taking photographs like that, you're probably gonna get a lot more intimate shots, period. Because if you're focused on taking that close-up of um a couple holding hands and like showing their ring like you're probably getting other close-ups throughout the day, which is go or session, which is going to impact the overall feeling of the photographs and of what you're creating. And because if you start paying attention to those little things, then it's going to like build and become more and more part of your style. And that's why I think it's so important again, for us to realize that having a style, it does not mean that it's putting you in a box. I feel like that's something I see discussed a lot is people are, one, when they have a style, they figure it out. They're afraid to branch out of that style because they don't want to feel inauthentic to what they've created. And they don't want to like step on anyone's toes of like their clients that they feel like they're going in a bit of a different direction. And I'm not talking about constantly rebuilding your style. Of course you can do that. But when you're shooting like inherently to like what is important to you, that of course is going to evolve throughout your life. But there's also going to be that common theme that you can't always like put your, put your finger on. Um, And then besides that, like with kind of rolling with that vibe and like that excitement that you can create in your photographs, like other people are going to approach it different ways. And so having that feeling that, you know, you know, again, that, you know, that something something in your photographs you know, having that style is something that you create just by keeping your eyes open and seeing things in a specific way. So, the other thing that I see, of course, is people saying that they don't want to, um, oh gosh, so I said I lost my train of thought because this is how I do these podcasts. Um, <laughs> um, that they Um, want to be true to their style and so they don't want to try different things. But what's so great about style and building style is if you try new things and you build out that style, it gets stronger and stronger in different ways you never could have expected. Like I love natural light and I didn't really like um, flash and I definitely was never going to shoot studio, but I shoot studio all the time now and I shoot flash a lot too because it's fun. And yeah, sometimes the photographs look a little bit different than like they did like five or six years ago. That's, but that's all part of the process and all part of creating and becoming who you are as a photographer and like owning what you like as an individual. And I think that is so freaking fantastic. So, um, the other rhetoric that I see a lot online sometimes is that they feel like if they have a style um again they don't want to <laughs> I keep saying the same thing over and over <laughs> they don't want to um branch out of that another thing is i'll see people say they don't want to have a style so they'll go the reverse they'll say they don't want to have a style that makes them feel pigeonholed so they'll be like well i don't want an editing style because i like to edit all of my sessions differently and that's fine like that's totally fine but by embracing like what happens if you want to have like different editing styles for different feelings that's great but what we also see miss in the conversation is if the same photographer is photographing the same things you're gonna it's like that hand example like you're going to be drawn to the same kind of things you're going to be able to extrapolate on those feelings and really just build on them and make that feeling bigger and bigger and that Editing will impact that, but it's not going to be exactly the same all the time. And I think there's so much beauty in that. So if you were like really focused on getting your style together this year, don't overthink it. Just do what feels right for you. Do not do stuff just because you heard it was the right way. Of course, that's a great starting off point. But if it feels like the right way to you, just keep pushing, even if it feels like different than some of the feedback you may have received or courses you may have read online. Just keep building on the feelings that feel right to you. And then you will be able to build that style. And then because you've listened to like your own creative voice, you'll be able to build it out farther and farther and just have so much creative freedom. And I just love that. And just hope y'all have so much fun shooting this next week. And yeah, um, I'm trying to, in some of these, with like a little bit of like a guide of like what you can do. <laughs> I'm not gonna this with every episode, but I am trying sometimes. And so with this one, I would just say if you are trying to build your style, just pay attention to that voice. Do that for every shoot you have the next week or two, and then when you look back on your work, take a couple days off from it and then look back on it. And and look at how those photographs make you feel in general and see if they are making you feel a little bit of a different way, or feel even if that feeling is just feeling a little bit prouder of your images when you listen to that creative voice and maybe push the box a little bit farther. So, if you're doing a shoot, say you're photographing a newborn session and you would usually stop after taking five photographs in this one pose, adjust yourself, go a little bit closer, take those um, photographs a little bit closer, back up and do the same thing. That's one of my biggest suggestions I can always make to photographers is taking the photograph where you usually stand and then taking steps forward, three steps forward, and then three steps back from your original spot and see how much that impacts the photograph until what feels right for you. So you might take a couple steps back and be like, oh, I love this tree. And then you could move. Um, I guess that wouldn't really work with a newborn session. But <laughs> any kind of family session, you take a few steps back and you're like, oh, I love this tree. So you might move them and that might teach you a whole new aspect of life that you can embrace and like bring to life in your future photographs. Okay, guys, pay attention to that and just have so much freaking fun and I'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys.